This is Faith. And this is Anna. And welcome to season five of Let's Just Go For One. Hi. Hi. How are you, Ken? Good. Good. I'm filling in for my mother. Yes, you are. So welcome to Let's Just Go For One. This is Anna. And we have a little substitute for Faith this week. Oh, her yeah. daughter, Kennedy. Hi. <laughs> who is so pleased to be recording this for her mother, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Listen, yeah. Ken, I'm just saying, like, you can totally come back and host with me anytime you want. Just don't tell your mom, okay? I, I would totally do that. Yeah, I bet you would. So uh, Faith has had her surgery. She had it just a few days ago, so she's a little out of commission. But um, we are happy to report that she is doing well. She's in, she's recovering and letting yeah. her body rest, which I know is probably super weird for your mom to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you guys are taking care of her? Yes. We are definitely taking care. Good. Good. Um, so Ken, how was your weekend? Do you want to, do you have any wait? What's, what's your drink of the podcast? <laughs> I'm just um, kidding. It better be like soda or something. Well, a dirty martini. No, <laughs> I'm going to stick with my Gatorade. Oh, good. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just having tea tonight. So oh. we're keeping it clean. Yeah. Keeping it soaps. Um, so do you have any wait? What's from the weekend you want to talk about? Um, I don't, we, I just had a few hockey games this weekend, but other than that, I didn't have much going on. Yeah. Yeah. Just slow week. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, this episode, we sat down with your friend, Alex. Alex and Magna came back. Oh, Yeah, so we had an awesome conversation with her. And so she is our special guest for the week. And hey, I have a few questions for you, Ken. Yes. Have you thought about retirement at all? No. Have you thought about saving money or anything like that in the years before starting your job? Yeah. Yeah? You know who else has? Who? Nicholas Bloodwa, Certified Financial Planner. So you've met Nick before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Super nice guy. So Nick specializes in investment and retirement planning and can help anyone, whether you're just starting to save like you can before you get your big jobs or yeah. before you sign with an NHL team. Yes, for sure. Yes. Um, or you're building on your current savings or you're getting ready for retirement. You got some time on that. <laughs> Yeah. He has extensive knowledge of New York State employee pensions and retirement plans and can especially help the more difficult or confusing situations like leaving jobs, which again, Ken, you got some time before you have to worry about that. I'd hope Uh, so. (laughs) He can also help businesses set up retirement plans or review current ones. So maybe when you're done with the NHL and you want to start your own business, he can help you out with that. Okay, I'll keep that in my mind. Yes, please do. So you can reach out to Nick at nick at harbortownfinancial.com or you can call him at 716-356-3300. Did you drop that down, Ken? Yeah. Nice job. Mm-hmm. 
The next thing we're going to talk about is our other sponsor, which you know, Jay. Yeah. Yes. So Rusty Nickel Brewing Co. Now you're going to plug your ears for this one, okay? Because you're not allowed in this place. <laughs> not yet. Um, so one of the drinks of our podcast today is Oktoberfest that Kennedy is not allowed to touch. Mm-hmm. So as a New York State farm brewery, their beer is brewed with locally grown grains, hops, fruits, and other ingredients. And they offer wines and spirits and canned cocktails. Your mom's a big fan of the canned cocktails. Uh, craft cocktails and meads that are all New York State labeled. And you can purchase them by the glass in their tasting room or by the bottle to bring home. And they're also able to accommodate private parties and weddings. So next time you want to have a birthday party, Ken, maybe you can have it there. Okay. Something to think about, right? Yeah. (laughs) All right, Ken, is there anything you want to uh, talk about in lieu of your mother being host? Um, I don't think there isn't anything. All right, because this is your chance now. I I was put on the spot like this. I don't know what to say. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so funny because your mom does that to me all of the time. (laughs) Like a little reversal of roles here. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you doing the intro with me, Ken. Of course. (laughs) All right. We hope you guys enjoy this conversation with Alex. It is last time we talked to her. It was pre-COVID, and we talked all about the hustle, and I kind of love, because this time, we really talked all about knowing your worth, and I just love that it kind of came full circle here. So we hope you enjoy it, and hopefully Faith is back next week for a new episode, and we love you guys. Enjoy. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Alex, welcome back to the podcast. Hi. Yay. We're so excited. Wow. <laughs> I've, I've had a sip. That is it. We're super excited to have you back. Yay. I'm season so one excited. to season four. You've actually like seen our growth. Yes. Or we're actually season five. <laughs> Are we? Is this season five? This season five. <laughs> well, well, there we go. Yeah. We're <laughs> killing it already. We're killing it already. Um, so it's so nice to have you back. Yes, Welcome I'm, home. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm just back for the week. So I'm glad I could fit into your guys' schedule. So what's really interesting, and one of the things Alex and I kind of discussed was that the last time we had her on our podcast, it was pre-COVID. Yeah. And yep. I mean, obviously you were still out there to be a dancer yeah. and everything, but like your career, like everything has changed for the entire dance industry. Yeah. And I just think like you and I have so many conversations and I find it so fascinating because you really do have that inside scoop of like what it's like to be a professional dancer. And I know I hear people, they'll be like, oh, your friend's a dancer. I'm like, yeah, they're like, but like, what does she do? I'm like, she goes on tour with Tyga and Christina Aguilera. And they're like, what? (laughs) And then there's like, a whole flurry of questions that come after that. Yeah. So I feel like, first of all, catch us up because we haven't talked to you on the podcast in a few years. Yeah, it's been a minute. So let everyone know kind of like where you were at with COVID and where you are now. Yeah, so uh, last time I was on the podcast, how many years ago was that? Three. Three? Yeah. Okay, so that was like when things were really starting to take off for me and like I got really busy and then – Right when that happened, COVID kind of hit and my whole industry just got like shut down. Like I didn't work for like six months. 
And when I did, it would be like once in a blue moon, we'd have to be masked up. We had to dance six feet from the artist, couldn't touch her, couldn't touch anybody else, couldn't do anything, no makeup, no hair. We had to do everything ourselves, like no fittings. Like literally they would just ask us our measurements and throw us clothes. Like it was definitely a change and like it really affected our industry the most because we were like non-essential, like we didn't have to be back. You didn't have to go to a tour like the same way other essential workers were. So uh, we really just took a hit. What was it even like? I can't imagine performing like that or dancing like that without a mask on. Right. So what was that like trying to perform with it on? Oh, it is so hard. And I am not the best mask wearer. I definitely go under my nose. And I don't wear it correctly, (laughs) CDC guidelines, but it was really hard. And they would have new, these new like COVID officers, we called them, Mm -hmm. and they would be on set with us. And their sole job was literally to make sure we were six feet from each other. If we weren't taking a sip of water or eating, had to have our mask on, Mm -hmm. had to have shields on as well, like while we were on set until we walked on the set. And then Sometimes we would still have to have a mask on on set, but sometimes they'd let us take it off. But the second we were done dancing, shield on, mask on. It was like pointless to do our makeup. Like Mm -hmm. it was just like a big adjustment. And especially people who like do have like asthma or things like that. That was a whole other thing too. Like it was really hard to breathe. Like I would be doing like eight hour rehearsals, rehearsing like a tour set. That's like an hour long in a mask the whole time. Yikes. And like, I know working out is hard for an hour, but this was like eight hours, like yeah, every day. I, and mask me, like uh, that was a big thing. I was getting like pimples left and right an on my chin for that. Yeah, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. That was not fun. But I think things didn't start getting better until like. 2021 like Mm -hmm. spring summer of 2021 that's when like little things would come back we do like a random show a lot of the other countries opened up before us so we were able to like go fly over there but then that was a whole other thing like had to be tested every single day while you're there tested to go in are you vaccinated do you have all these requirements just to literally do our job it Mm -hmm. was insane um so also talk about so it, I'm so happy that we're getting back to normal. I know you Me are too. on tour right now. So I'm going to totally be super cringe. <laughs> I'd like you to name drop, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, okay. So I, so you have danced with Becky G, yes. Justin Bieber, yes. Demi Lovato, yes. Selena uh, Gomez. Yes. Um, I miss Ava Max. Yes. Let me think. Obviously, Christina Aguilera. Yes. Tyga. Yes. Who else? Who am I missing? Um, I did Coachella with Lil Baby this year. That's right. <gasps> oh she went God. to Coachella. Yes. So that was fun. That was like a bucket list Coachella job. Yeah. Um, I just did uh, the VMAs in the summer with, with Nicki, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So that was a very fun project. Well, maybe teach us a Nicki Minaj dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we could do super bass. <gasps> yes. yes. Oh, my Please God. Please give us choreography. Yes. <laughs> no, that would be fun. Um, so when you do all of these jobs, how much are you able to actually interact with the artist? Or like, like what? And I don't, I obviously you're in an industry where you can't really badmouth an artist. Right. right. But so I'm going to go the opposite and say, what was your best experience with an artist to date? Um... 
Oh, that's a hard one. And like, do you actually interact with them? Because I remember you had someone that I know danced with, like you've had friends that dance with Bieber and Taylor right. Swift and Beyonce. And I know sometimes you'd say like they wouldn't even be in rehearsal. Like you right. didn't meet them until the day you stepped on stage yeah. with them. And that's true. That's still like happens to this day. Like they just will plug the artist in the second we're about to do the show. Mm. You know, that happens more with like the male artists that don't really like like the rappers. Like they just kind of plug them in. But I think one of my favorite moments was uh, we were doing it. This it was this past summer. Um, I did a show in Qatar in Doha and then with Christina. And then we had to fly from Qatar to Mallorca. It's like an island off Spain. Mm -hmm. And we were there. We were learning a whole new set and uh, performed it there. And then after she like threw us like a party and she was just so grateful, so thankful and like just like really connected with all of us. And like that is like those types of moments are like really what makes it worth it for us besides performing for the fans and the audience and being on stage. But like those moments of like connecting and like feeling appreciated and just respect is reciprocated. Like I right. love those moments. I think you did the That's MTV amazing. Video Music Awards with her too, right? Or movie awards? Um, I was did. That oh, the People's first Choice. Time? People's Choice. And she thanked her dancers. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She loves the dancers. Like she loves her dancers. Like, you know, I feel like we, we're, it's like we have that, um, those moments on stage together and like we're really able to just like have each other's back. Mm -hmm. And I think she like just loves having like her team around her. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine like we I'm like slightly older than you. <laughs> <laughs> but like we grew up with Christina. Aguilera. Right. Like right. she was like everything. Like I can't even believe that you dance with her. Right. Like it's still, I know like, it's like a dream for me too. honestly. Yeah. Like I still think about it and I'm like, wow actually so grateful i'm just like can you just like have me meet her because i think we'd be friends <laughs> <laughs> and where are you headed to next with her uh we have actually a show coming up in la so mm -hmm. i think my sister and some friends are going to be able to come so that's my next thing and are you still on tour with Tyga too? Do you balance the two yeah. tours? So uh, with Tyga, I'm able to like hop back and forth because we do mm -hmm. a lot of like festivals and like one-off shows. So they're not like strict, like every other day touring type shows. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to like really go back and forth and kind of do more than just one artist. So that's what I'm able to do with him. And I think we have some stuff coming up in Australia Ooh. at the end of the year. Yeah. So I'll be there in December. That is so exciting. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited. I've never been to Australia and it's summer there in December. So mm -hmm. I'm going to literally be coming. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I'll be coming from summer in Australia back to winter in Buffalo for yeah. Christmas. It's quite <laughs> just too extreme. For you, yeah, I literally. Yeah. So I don't even know if I'm allowed to ask you this, but mm -hmm. I have to ask you this because we actually have inside scoop. What? And if you can't answer, we'll just edit this out. <laughs> How did you feel when Britney Spears had her beef with Christina Aguilera's uh, dancers? You know, did you hear about this? No, what happened? Britney Spears made a comment. She like posted something. It was like a Rodney Dangerfield quote. And it said, if you want to, <laughs> it was literally like, if you want to look skinny, um, put, hang out with fat people. And then she made some comment then attached to it, which she has now since said she did not mean right. that to be about her. But she's like, oh, if I had Christina Aguilera's dancers, I'd look so good. Oh, my God. But like, First right. Of all, at, but she like married it to that comment and picture from Rodney Dangerfield. 
first of all, let's rewind to her quoting Rodney Dangerfield. Because <laughs> I don't even know who feel, that is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Neither do we. We're so I'm young. not sure I'd go to Rodney Dangerfield for inspirational <laughs> quotes, but okay, Brett. Like, and also she should maybe focus on a few other things going on in her yeah. life right now. But whatever. But what the hell is that? And then I was like, I'm literally like, re- I'm reading this beef. And then I'm like, has she seen Alex and Magna? <laughs> oh my God. Because I'm like, Alex and Magna is half of me. <laughs> oh my God. And then I'm like, the, her dancers are like, I didn't understand that. I didn't know. Was that a thing? Did you guys just kind of laugh about it? Was Did that Christina even? Did Christina address it? I yeah. don't think Christina addressed it. And uh, all I have to say is I'm just grateful to work for someone who like appreciates me as a woman she's just so like pro woman pro like strong confident kick-ass like woman like I love, and I love working for someone right. like that like right one of my favorite songs like by her is can't hold us down and it yes. just talks about you know it just talks about like how being a woman is already a setback in society and like these men are just like allowed to like do whatever but when it comes to a woman doing the same thing it's just looked down upon so mm-hmm. it's like she just never like wants to pit women against each other anyways so right. Yeah, I just couldn't believe when she said this because I was like, and then I think I texted Anna and I'm like, oh my God, kind of unofficially, Alex and Magna has beef with Britney. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, she famous. (laughs) And I just feel bad. I hope, I mean, like I feel bad for Britney because it's just like to be in that place where you have to even like, yeah, do that. I'm like, no, I mean, I'm glad Britney's free, but now I think we need to get her in therapy because I love her and I want to see her healthy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. But, um, okay. So going back to like, I think I want to talk about something that like, I don't think you really ever get to talk about that I know about. Right. Is that like, so being a professional dancer, you guys don't technically, do you have a union? I know that was a whole thing for a while. Yeah. So what we have, what is called dancers Alliance, which is basically, how it's an alliance of like dancers who have been in the industry and are kind of like educated on rates and everything. Um, They come together and create these rates for us that are like minimum for the industry that are given to record labels, production companies, agents, like, and it's kind of what we base our payment off of. And then there is the SAG after union, which is all for like TV. Right. So that's Mm -hmm. like what helps us like if we're ever on set and like there's something dangerous like we're dancing on a super steep you know skinny staircase like we're allowed to like say that's unsafe like right we can claim mm-hmm. hazard pay with that so it's kind of just like our protection like any other union but i remember there was wasn't there like a discrepancy with your union for a little bit or something yeah it was like a lot of times it's like well one you have to be in the union. So you have to pay, you have to qualify to be in it. And then once you qualify to be in it, you have to pay to be into it, you know, pay your dues like that. So it's like the union looks out for the union. So if you're not in the union, like certain things may not apply to you. You might not get the same benefits for it. And then it's also just like hard because you don't want to cause issues on set either. Sure. So it's like being in the union, like you can call your rep like your sure. union rep and they'll like come and like help you but like it could leave a bad taste in production's mouth and like I feel you know? yeah but that's so hard to be put in that situation yeah. I know you and I have talked about like you've had you know 12 hour rehearsal this is right. more in the beginning right. of your right. career and they didn't feed them oh or they didn't God. give them mandatory breaks because but a lot of those might unions. be like not union jobs right because like all of so the, like I said the union only covers tv 
TV and like new media, which is like social media or wow. like streaming services, like Hulu, Netflix, like all those. So if it's not a union job, then it's like you can't really call anyone. You can call your agent and they can call the production. You can call, they could call the choreographer, the creative director, management, somebody. But like there's no one like legally like there to like back you up. So I think it's wow. crazy because it really is the responsibility of the artist to take care of you guys. Yeah. And there's no real set standard for that. Really? Yeah. Well, that's where the alliance comes in. So Dancers right. Alliance, that's for almost that's for the non-union stuff. Okay. That's for the live shows. That's for the industrials where like you're not really like covered by the union. Sure. So that's where our Dancers Alliance comes in and they kind of help set the standards, you know, like if you have an eight-hour rehearsal, you get a one-hour lunch break. If you go over eight hours, they get another hour. Like, they set, like, these standards that are basically the same as the union, but we're not – Dancers Alliance isn't a unionized, like, union. Okay. So. Um, and that all being said, so when you sign up for, like, a tour mm -hmm. or something, what do you guys do? Like, do they provide a health insurance? Like, if you do a contract, do they – like, how does that work? Yeah. How do – like, what if you get injured? Right. If you get – Honestly, I don't know because, knock on wood, I've never been injured on a. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've like never find been all of the goddamn wood <laughs> in this room <laughs> on a tour. <laughs> but um, we, are, I think, honestly, I should know more about this because I don't. I just I feel know like your parents are gonna listen to this and yeah. be like, "What do you mean you don't know?" <laughs> well, I I have to pay. So as an independent contractor in mm -hmm. California, I have to pay for my and I'm no longer 25 so I have to pay for my own health care mm -hmm. so that's basically what I do so like I provide my own health care for myself okay. which a lot of independent contractors in my field do okay. we just and but if you are in SAG and you you have to meet the requirement for the health care okay like their health care right you have to like make I think you have to make over $25,000 in the union which means you have to do basically $25,000 worth of Music TV videos, TVs, movies, anything that has to do with that. Or you have to work 100 days on set, which doesn't seem – 25000 doesn't seem like a lot to make in the union. But mm -hmm. mind you, most of our tours, which is what I do, I don't really do that much TV. I do like the award show, the random TV episode here and there. Most of my work is live shows touring. So uh, I don't necessarily qualify for healthcare and SAG, even though I pay my dues every year. Like I paid to get in the union, which isn't cheap. Like it's a few thousand dollars just to even get in the union. That's fascinating. Yeah. So uh, I don't even qualify for healthcare, and right. I'm a part of my I'm a part of the union, and I still have to pay to be in it. So I have to get it through, you know, Blue Cross Blue. I think it's Blue Cross something out there. I don't even know, mm -hmm. but. <laughs> I know. Literally, I'm like, I just Again, got whatever I, looks just fine. Just be prepared to get yelled at by <laughs> your parents. My Michael, gonna like, Michael's going to be on you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, it's very difficult for dancers and just artists in general because with it, so SAG-AFTRA covers the whole TV world, mm -hmm. which means I have to pay the same amount that like a Jennifer Aniston is paying. Oh, that seems totally fair. Like, this, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. So there's no like difference if, if you're like a dancer, if you're an actor, if you're a singer on TV, like it doesn't matter. You are in the same union. You pay the same things. Wow. And they're able to get, you know, like I'd, dancers don't make as much as actors. If you don't speak in a TV show, you're not going to make as much as mm -hmm. if you're, you're just dancing, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like 
fighting for those like rates that's like a whole other you know thing i know and i even know that like i remember you've even had to like not Christine Aguilar, but right. you've had to like <laughs> track people down for money. Like artists oh, yeah. always pay their dancers. Like I feel oh. like I have so many people who are like, oh, my child wants to be a dancer in this. And I think the thing that people forget, and I think this is with any job in like art, music, anything like that. Right. right. But especially, obviously, I'm familiar with what happens in the dance world because of, you know, you and Emily. Um, but I think people don't understand. You have to have a real serious business and negotiating sense mm-hmm. if you yeah. want to make it in the dancing world because for whatever reason it's like you know actors musicians models everybody and I feel like you guys somehow are at the bottom of the barrel with what you guys receive sometimes yep. which is crazy because I'm like you're actually athletes yeah like you yeah. actually are yeah. physically doing things with your body yes right like it's just I'm like I don't understand how there's not more for you or offered for you right and I think it's like where dancers are a little bit behind or like what where we should be I agree and it comes just from uh, you know when you're new and you first move to LA like you want to work you're hungry like you want to do the jobs for $200 and I did that too mm-hmm. but I look back now and I'm like you know I sometimes wish I wouldn't have taken certain things because it made me not as valuable even, and I was valuable, you know, it lessened my value because I just wanted to be on the job. And I'm not saying don't take the jobs because you do have to like work your way up to get to certain, a certain level of a job. But at some point, like we have to be compensated for like what we're doing and we're not just dancing. We're also, you know, reading the room. We're looking to see like what the choreographer wants, but also like looking and seeing what the artist wants. We're creating like these visions that bring things to life. And uh, you people would be in shock sometimes how we're treated and get paid. Mm -hmm. I think like just what you're talking about now is kind of brings everything full circle because when we had you on the first time, we talked about hustle yeah, and how you just got to go out there. You got to do everything. You have to like do all this stuff. So I love because it's only been three years and you're how old are you? I'm going to okay. be 27. Okay. Yeah. It, it's okay to say how old you are. <laughs> You're in a safe space here. But I think it's so beautiful because you already at 27, which is super young, right. see the value in what you bring to the table. Right. So it's like more than, you know, knowing that you got to work your friggin' ass off to get there. Yeah. You already see like, no, I, I did work my ass off. And I will continue to work my ass off for you as long as you recognize how valuable I am for you. And that's like, exactly. And I, I knew that when I was younger, but I just wish there were older people or mentors in the industry that could have instilled that in me a little more rather than me taking things. Because I feel like I'm able to tell my sister, who's also a dancer, Mm -hmm. I'm able to tell her like, I don't know, maybe think about doing that job because like they're not really treating you that well. I know you want to dance. I know you want to do this, especially when she first moved to L.A. But I'm like, this is lessening the value of dancers if you do this job. And like, does that align with your morals? You know, and it's like you get into that like headspace of like, but I want to make money and I just want to work like I don't even care what I do. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we have to like uphold that like standard of like what we want as like professionals because we are business people at the end of the day. We're our own business entity. So like we have to keep like our standards as high as we want to be looked at. 
Right. That's super fascinating. Yeah. I was having a conversation with somebody not in the entertainment industry at all, Um, but we were talking about mentors and she was telling me like she really is looking to like find a mentor to kind of help her out. And I kind of thought about that. And I don't know about you, Faith, if you had one in your life, but I was like, you know what? You actually don't need a mentor. Yeah. Like, it absolutely, I think no matter what you do, you always find someone within your industry mm-hmm. that does kind of help you along yeah. the way and does kind of like guide you into certain things. But I, I think that a lot of the lessons that we learn, it, at least in my experience, have been through, and it sounds like through your experience, like through doing it. Yes. 1000%. Like I go through a job and I'm like, oop, never doing that again, never gonna, you know, say yes to something like this again. Or I'm like, oh, I loved how they treated me. I want to take that and run with it for my next job, you know, like certain things like that. Right. And I think it's just like taking that stuff and just knowing, yeah, it's awesome to have somebody within Mm -hmm. the industry that can guide you, but also you don't need that. Yeah. Like you can also like be your own mentor there and kind of learn. Yeah. So you've traveled the world and continue to, and you have all these fun things. So a couple questions like (laughs) where, like, okay, who would be the ultimate artist you would want to work with? You know, someone literally just asked me this today and I was like kind of stumped because uh, I feel like I've worked with like a lot of the artists I've wanted to, and I've like performed on a lot of the stages I've wanted to, um, you know, I think I would love to do like a Rihanna job. Oh, like I would love to do a Rihanna <laughs> Super Bowl, job. Rihanna Super Bowl. Oh my I, god, I'm manifesting it. So oh, we'll see. we are manifesting that for <laughs> you. She, she was supposed to do the Super Bowl with another big artist, and it interfered with her schedule. No, yeah. which one? Can you share that? Uh, it was supposed to be with J Lo. Oh my god. Yeah, some other things came up, and it just didn't work out. Oh man. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, we're but really manifesting. That's okay. Because we're gonna manifest Rihanna. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. I am too. I'm praying. I can see you with Rihanna. Who? Who else? I. What about Gaga? I would so. honestly. I love Gaga. I. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to like do a tour, mm-hmm. but I think I would love to do like some type of project with her. Like yeah. Something because I think her like visuals are so creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I would love to do something like that. Like more of like a visual project with her. Um, who else? I don't know. I really want to dance for Drake. I think it's just like a bucket list job. For <laughs> I really would love to dance for Drake. Like, I I think that's like one of my top rappers I want to dance for. And then I want to do a movie. I've never done a movie. Oh, so that's like, that's one cool. of my goals for this next year. I mean, for the rest of the year, but for next year, like I really want to do a movie, like a feature film. I just think it would be so epic and like something I've never done. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's just something I've never done before. Like I really want to get into more like TV and like screen work kind of stuff. We do too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. That is awesome. Um, And then I had another question and I just, it just escaped me, which is shocking. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I hear that. Um, But I guess overall, like, oh, this is what I was going to ask you. Because you've interacted with so many people, like, I know for a fact you've been riding some private jets because of certain artists taking on private jets. Yeah. You've met a lot of people. 
who's like, okay, other than obviously we named like a lot of amazing celebrities that you've danced for. <laughs> mm-hmm. What's like, have you ever had like a fangirl moment? Um, actually, yeah, we did. Um, because I can't imagine you fangirling. No, I don't ever. She I'm never fangirls. fangirls. Every time I go to LA, she's like, "If you're gonna be wild, you need to not be with me." No, <laughs> because she's like, "I can't be affiliated with that, and you need to go." Because we go places, no. and I'm like, "I think that's Kylie Jenner," and I'm like, "Bye bye." And she's oh like, "My God, you know, like I am a crazy person with that." Right. But Alex is so calm, cool, collected. <laughs> so I just want to know. Who like didn't Chris Pratt and like Anna Ferris they used to live near you? They like walked by with their stroller and you're like, Oh yeah, I think Anna Ferris walks by with her baby. I'm like, I would attack her. Oh my god. Yeah. No, there are walls against that. I know, I know. But I'm just wondering. I (laughs) see I have seen her interact or meet or have run-ins with very famous celebrities, and she's like not affected. So I just want to know if you've ever had a fangirl moment. Um, well, I just did a show back in April. We were in Cannes, France. Oh my God. For, yeah. For the Amphar Gala. And like, I had never heard of it. It's a gala that supports AIDS research, I think. Yes. And, um, Christina's like a really big affiliate with it. So we were performing there and like, we were in this small little town and then there was, we performed at this castle and it was like, beautiful and it was literally the most like i've performed at like every award show and there's stars there like there's artists and everything but like this was like the gala like everybody was there like car delavine sierra um ricky martin Oh Naomi Campbell, Tom Hanks, like like mega stars, not just like people well, you hear on the radio. I wouldn't she like wouldn't Tom Hanks. cared about Tom well, Hanks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that would be the one amateur, amateur. The Tom one celebrity, Faith, be like, oh, oh, you, <laughs> you again. It was just like it was just a star-studded event. Like I, I couldn't even tell you all the celebrities there. Like Vanessa Hudgens. Like you know, oh. Sabrina Carpenter, my old boss. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you danced with Sabrina Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so we're performing, and they're like the front row. Like this is their event. Like they are the front row, and uh, we're performing, and literally like, Cara and Sabrina are like singing the songs back to us. Like it was just kind <sighs> of surreal. And wow. Then, we um were walking out and then I casually just see Naomi Campbell just <gasps> gliding by. I was I don't really fangirl like like I said like I told Faith. I'm not a fangirl. I don't like I don't really care. I feel like I'm like immune to like stardom at this point. But when I saw her, I was just like, whoa, like whoa. you're an angel on earth. Literally. Oh like, yeah. She is gorgeous. That is and crazy. just epic. Like it's Naomi Campbell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's oh probably God, the I only time I ever was like, holy shit. You saw Lizzo too, didn't you? <gasps> oh yeah. I've seen, seen, I've seen them all. Look at her. Look at her. Uh, oh yeah. No big deal. I've seen them all. I feel like Lizzo it's like you've seen one, you've seen them all. No, that's not yeah. true. I feel like that's not accurate. <laughs> no. No. I feel like Lizzo would be the one where I'm like, oh my God. You love Lizzo. <laughs> I really do. Do you know who it would be for me? Hmm. Pink. Pink. <gasps> oh. Pink. Yeah. And that's who I'd want to go on tour with, too. I've heard through the grapevine, she's very good to her dancers. Oh, good. Very good to her workers in general. I, oh, oh that makes I've me heard, happy. That I've heard she's happy. a very great boss. Okay. So I just have to ask more questions about, like, the world you live in. Okay. <laughs> do you ever get, like, swag bags or anything? And also, Sometimes. when you do these, like, VMA performance stuff, right. where do you go? Do you get to sit in the audience? 
No, not really sit in the audience, but we do like usually in our dressing rooms have like TV so we can watch it live and like cheer our friends on because like these award shows are like big like reunions for dancers because it's like there's a bunch of different artists. There will be like six or seven artists who have dancers and like we haven't rehearsed with everybody the whole week, but you know, like we all come together on the day of the show and we all have our own dressing rooms, but it's like you get to see people you necessarily don't work with that much because they're with their artist and you're with your artist. So it's kind of fun. Like it's fun for like the community aspect of it. But, and then the swag bag part, I've definitely gotten some good stuff at some like award shows. I did the MTV EMAs. So it's like in Europe, it's the European music awards, but it's like their big MTV award show. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we got really good stuff. We got like one of those like remember when the hydrosonic, I don't know if that's what it's called. They were like those rubber things that like would like wash your face for you. They like, yes. vibrated. Oh yeah. You remember those? Clarisonic. Like, yeah. So we got we got like the handheld ones. Oh. Okay, yeah. So we got like that. We would get makeup. I got like sunglasses. Like they like would just have these gifting suites that were usually for the artists, but because we were brought in from the States with an artist. They gave us all this How nice. swag. Yeah, no, it was amazing. And then last year when I did um, the Latin Grammys, Becky G gave all of her dancers her new makeup line. So that was wow. really cool. Yeah. And I, I'm i going to butcher the name. It's like called Transluce or Transluce. I don't speak Spanish. But her makeup line, it's so good. We got like all like a whole box like blushes eyeshadows eyeliners brushes like yeah it was so great and i literally use it all the time um can we talk about the latin grammys because oh yeah latin music is my jam (laughs) oh is it It, oh big time really she comes alive with oh my god you haven't seen it until you've seen her dance to latin music when we went to punta cana Oh Every my night. god. We are like, I am like carrying my shoes, <laughs> carrying a martini. We're walking to the room. It's like 2 a.m. On like a normal day, we go to bed at like 8. And like it's like 2 a.m. And then all of a sudden, it's like she's got like radar, like a fucking bloodhound. She's like, wait, do you do do you hear that? And it can be like a murmur of like a and she's like, I hear that there's music somewhere. Where's the music playing? Let's just go check this out. Come on, let's go this way. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh. And it's then so you funny. see, all you have to see is you see a bunch of white suits and great hats on dapper men. I'm like, we're done. <laughs> she has found a new Bye. Latin band. And then and then she like cuts a rug. I really do love <laughs> She gets down like I've never seen anybody get down. No, I, I love like that. I may have been Latin in another life. I feel like that. Yeah. That happened. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about Latin music words. Yes. Um, well, actually, my you- first job ever in LA, my first job ever was Demi Lovato. And that was when I was 18. But I freaking love Demi Lovato. No, she's epic. She's so epic. But my first job in LA, I like had moved there literally two days in. My agent sends me this open call for Latin American music awards. Mm-hmm. And I ended up booking it. And that was my first job. I never danced to Spanish music in my life. Mm. Like I had never worked for Spanish artists. So that was like really cool. And then, um, sorry, I'm not good with the mic. No, you're <laughs> doing great. Most people are. It's because okay. you're usually <laughs> dancing, not holding something. No, my mom, whenever I have to lip sync on shows, my mom's like, you do not look like a singer. <laughs> She's like, you don't know how to hold a mic. But no, um, yeah, so I've been doing Latin award shows for forever now. Honestly, for 
like seven years. I always do a Latin award show or dance for Latin artists. And last year I did Latin Grammys for, that was my second time doing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm actually, I'm pretty sure I'm doing the Latin Grammys this year too. (gasps) So that'll be, I don't know when it is. Who are you dancing for? So for usually, usually for like those, for like Latin award shows, you dance for like a few artists. Mm. Yeah. They usually hire like a cast of dancers and then, you know, they cast the artists like for what they want. Alex was in a Pitbull music video. I'm sorry. Why am I just learning Wasn't it Pitbull and Justin Bieber? Oh, no. It was Justin Bieber and DJ Khaled. Oh, never mind. But I have danced for Pitbull. But she has danced for Pitbull. I have danced for Pitbull. Yeah. Twice. I'm sorry. Why are we just learning this? <laughs> yeah, I've danced I was for like, Pitbull I knew a few times. For Pitbull. Um, uh, now is he someone that ago. actually like interacts with you guys? That did you get to meet him? Well, this they... is the thing. He has his girls, and they're called the most bad ones. Oh. His dancers, like they they have like a whole brand. Like they are like huh. in their own entity, basically. Wow. And he treats his dancers great. Like they're treated so great. Like they're his they girls. Are. Like they're on tour. <laughs> <laughs> they're on tour with him right now. That's what she wants. What is it called? What? The What's most, the group called? The most bad ones. The most bad ones. I've had a lot of friends too. <laughs> You're a most bad one. New goal 2024. <laughs> Anna wants to be of the most bad ones. Yeah. I'm going to train all 2023 and then you wait for it. <laughs> no, they're like they're hot. Most of them are from Miami. Like no. they're like some of the hottest dancers like in the industry. Wow. But he has his dancers. So and I was not one of his dancers. I was kind of in the background of that one. But was super sweet and you know, they the girls were sweet that we danced with. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> the most bad ones. The most we're, bad ones. We're a so super sweet. good group. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, do they need like a momager? Can we sign up for these roles? Like, can I just like mom some young girls in a dance group? It's like house bunny. Yeah. But like bad bad ones bunny. Yeah. Bad ones bunny. I feel like this is a new E series. Yes. (laughs) This is great. They need Anna to come in to be the most, to manage Pitbull's dancers Uh (laughs) and be their mom. Yeah. Exactly. Their house bunny. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, this is so great! I love this. <laughs> okay, so who else? Latin Grammys. Um, I don't even know who's performing this year. I don't even know if they announced. Who have it you yet. danced with in the past? Yeah, on Latin Grammys. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, last year, Matuma. You did Matuma. Oh, Maluma. Maluma. I'm like, who the <laughs> fuck is Matuma? Yeah, Maluma was Latin AMAs. That was my wow. first year I ever did it. That was I was a baby. I was 19. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. Who else? Also Matuma. <laughs> um, Becky G, of course. That's really how I, I started. Love her. That's how I started working with her. She's like the sweetest, like so hardworking. So um, uh, who else? Daddy Yankee, Bad Bunny, <gasps> Don Omar. I've never danced for Don Omar, but my sister, who is on tour right now with Kehlani, mm-hmm. one of the choreographers from that tour, used to dance with Don Omar. Oh my god! Yeah, she toured with him. Ugh. Yeah. I'm telling you, that would be my jam. If I didn't do this, <laughs> my other job would be with Don Omar. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be. I'd, I, I'd, We'd be like the most awesome ones or something. <laughs> I love that. The most awesome ones. 
We're going to want a pit bull sniffer. <laughs> <laughs> or like the most okayest one. That's, the that's most more, okayest one. Yes, okay that's more my that speed. Yes, it, the okay most okayest ones. Yeah, that is, that is accurate. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else. Oh, I, uh, uh, Rosalia. Oh. oh, yeah. Yeah, I did her video, um, Conatura. Which oh is with like Jay Balvin and we did the VMAs mm-hmm. with her. Oh. That was my first VMAs was with Rosalia in New York with my sister. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. So that was that was a cool job. That was like a bucket list to like yeah. do it with my sister in New York City. Like yeah. you know, we're from New York. So Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, that was really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think coming towards like the end of our interview, because we have a quick <laughs> dance lesson we're going to get from you after this. Um, and so I know excited. she has to leave soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you have like any advice, I don't know if advice is the right word, but like, or if there's anything you want to say to like clarify or talk about the dancing world for people who don't understand, is there anything you would want to say or anything you'd want to let people know like the biggest myth yeah yeah um, i like that biggest myth i think everybody thinks we make a lot of money <laughs> i think everybody thinks we're rich mm-hmm. we are we're rich in what we do because we we're so lucky as dancers because we get to do what we love like it's not just like physical work it's also like an art so it's mm-hmm. like i can like go in when I'm having a bad day, dance, and I walk out of my rehearsal, my job, at a lot happier. And just, mm-hmm. like, knowing, like, I'm going to be okay. Regardless of what I'm going through, like, what I'm dealing with, I get to do what I love, and I get paid for it. And, like, that, I think, is, like, the best thing, like, anybody could do with their life is, like, right. be paid for something they love, especially an art form because it's a release at the end of the day, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's – you're passionate about it and you really put yourself into it like full heartedly. So I don't know. I guess that's not really a myth, but definitely mm-hmm. something I value out of my career. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. You better love it because you don't really get paid as much as you probably deserve. Yeah. That. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but thank you for coming on. No, thank Ellen. you guys. Oh, such a and joy. And also, like, thank you for being a hardcore listener. I am a hardcore She's listener. A hard- I love this. I really listener. am. She's, she sends me texts after, like, almost no, every episode. <laughs> and with, like, tells me what she loved, what, like, yes. she always is, like, telling me. I know she listens. I, I love this. Yes, because I have a Doberman, so he has to go on, like, long-ass walks. <laughs> so in the morning, when I don't, you know, I don't. I'm I'm a morning person. Like I can get up early, but I don't want to talk to anybody when I get up. Yeah, I want to have my coffee and that. I'll take my dog for a walk. I don't really want to be on the phone with anyone. Mm-hmm. So uh, usually I just listen to my podcast. So I'll listen to my Bravo ones and catch up on all my Real Housewife stuff, <laughs> and then I listen to your guys' podcast. So it's like I. Uh, Fill my walk with podcasts and gossip. Well, you'll also be very excited to know the season, which we will already have known because we are into the season. Yes. Um, is that we have Larry, who is actually going to be a reoccurring pop-up guest on our podcast. He's going to have little Bravo pop-ups. Wait, Bravo... Bravo, Bravo by, by gays. Gays. Bravo by gays. Okay, yeah. He's going to do like a 90-second Bravo pop-up like every other episode-ish. Oh, I'm excited. 
No. You guys, At this that point, is we've like, already it's already have been out. Right. But right. yeah, I hope you're enjoying Larry's <laughs> I am. No, I'm I am enjoying it and you I can am tell we're not used to pre-recording. <laughs> I am literally like that is my guilty pleasure is Bravo. I literally watch I think I watch almost every single show on Bravo except like Married to Medicine. And at this and point, oh, Jeff. that is like Larry's yeah. favorite. Yeah. Married to Medicine? Yes. Yeah, it is. No, that's like the only one I don't yeah. watch. No, Maybe I'll watch it. Start I just it. rewatched New York from uh, the beginning. Wow. And even though I've seen it all before, but it was years ago, I rewatched New York from the beginning and I just have like the biggest appreciation for the OGs, even though like. Yep. Ramona's a little nutty, a, little. a lot, a lot of nutty. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I just she love shit crazy. She is just reality TV gold. Well, at this yeah, point, you have really would is. have already have very much enjoyed what will be our BravoCon <laughs> episode. <laughs> I can't wait. Which will have some special guests, so get Yay! excited, right? I'm so. so excited. But thank you so much for coming oh, on, Alex. Thank you. I this love you guys so, so much. much. And if you want to give us like a sneak peek so we can have you on again, we would love to have backstage passes to Christina Aguilera. Oh yeah, my God. Preferably cool. in a warm European country. We have podcast budget now. I mean, we could not do that. that much. I don't know where <laughs> you've been looking. We'll go to Malarica. <laughs> We're just gonna make up shit. Mallorca, Mallorca! Oh my god! We're gonna go see Christina Aguilera and go backstage. That's 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 gonna be perfect. It. Yeah, and then and then we can put Anna when we we'll go to Latin AMAs. Yep, we'll yeah. have meet Don Omar. Yeah, she's gonna be most okayest <laughs> house most buddy okay mom. House buddy mom. Oh First my group god. of dancers. This is all gonna come together. I'm excited. And then we'll be in a movie together. Yeah, we're gonna make it all happen. I all of it. Wait. We're manifesting it. We're manifesting all of it. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you so much, Alex. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.